You're listening to Get Out and Drive Podcast with John Custom Car Nerd Meyer and Sean Mr. Sedan Man Sherry. We'll be bringing you gearheads all the information you never wanted to know about cars and why they should be on the road and not ready to get out and drive i am sean mr sedan man cheryl and i am john custom carnard meyer today we are talking with eddie gatton he is the current caretaker of the imperial stormtrooper 1972 vega show car hey eddie thanks for uh being on with us today eddie hey how you doing fellas doing Thank well you for yep so so how are things going up where you're at uh, with all this lockdown and and everything uh you know you can take it one day at a time uh i got a seven month old daughter and a eight-year-old soon to be nine-year-old stepson so of course it's a little uh little scary at times you know mm-hmm. you never know when you leave the house if, if I, the door handle i'm about to touch is uh possibly the last one i'll touch but um <laughs> You know, I'm I'm lucky in the sense that uh, I'm a truck driver. Uh, I do a lo- I do local delivery, and we are deemed essential. So it really um, I haven't personally had to stay at home much. Uh, we mm-hmm. have slowed down. We have slowed down a little bit, but um, you know, unlike uh, unlike a lot of these unfortunate people who are have been locked up in their houses for the past yeah. three months now, I, I I really haven't I haven't had to deal with that. So yeah, well, very good. Um, well, that's that's good. That's good. You know, like so I said, you just take it one day at a time, man. That's all we can do. We're all in yep. uncharted territory. We're all in this together. As cheesy as it is to say, but right, right, uh, yeah. just got to take it one day at a time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, everybody's in the same boat, and uh, exactly, just got to try to make it to the end. Exactly. Where, where wherever, and whatever that may be. Exactly. Yep. So, so uh, your dad built this '72 Vega. He did. <clears throat> Give us a little bit of uh, background on that. Uh, well, I'll try to give you as much information as I can. Uh, he okay. is definitely uh, an expertise in the car knowledge. Uh, I wasn't really as fortunate to get that from him, but uh, it is a 72 Chevy Vega hatchback. Uh, it's got a 426 Hemi power plant, Hillborn injection. Um, he originally dra- used to drag race it uh, when he came back from Vietnam. Him and his uh, uh, friend Tom used to drag race it at the local uh, drag strip, both in uh, Rockford, so that would be the Byron Dragway, mm-hmm. and then okay. he used to uh, the one in Indiana, uh, US 30, uh, and okay. uh, Ho- Hobart or Hobart, however you want to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went. I think he told me it was 898 that 151 miles an hour was his best pass, and the very wow. next pass he tried to top it. And a uh, front tie rod, uh, the uh, I think he said the passenger side tie rod blew, and he went mm-hmm. into the wall, and com- completely wrecked the car. Completely wrecked the car, and that's when they decided maybe racing isn't what I. He, that's when he decided maybe racing isn't really want what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know what. <sighs> Aside from that, I don't really know what really sparked him to say, well, let's make a show car and theme it, uh, theme it after Star Wars. That, unfortunately, I couldn't tell you other than I know Star Wars was incredibly popular at the time. And I think he just really wanted to personally, him and his friend wanted to personally capitalize on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe not financially capitalize on it. <clears throat> not trying to 
pull, you know, take uh, any copyright infringement on one George Lucas or anything like that. But, no, you know, right, right. But get but something you know. that people knew. Yeah, and name exactly. That they knew yeah, and things like yeah, that. yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because I don't, I don't see any Star Wars other than the words Imperial Stormtrooper. I don't see yeah. any X-wing fighters. I don't see any no. Star Wars references and things like that. There's not a space scene on the side of it and things like that. It's mm-hmm. no, I, I, on the on the on the hatchback there is an actual stormtrooper. Okay. And the display. See, this is where I would need my dad. But the display mm-hmm. had audio, and I think the audio—I could be wrong—was the mm-hmm. Darth Vader, was the Darth Vader anthem or music, or whatever you want to call. Sure, it. sure. You know, but that I can't hundred percent verify. Sure, sure. So, how long have you had this car, Eddie? Well, if you ask my dad, it was my car as soon as <laughs> as, as soon as I was born. You know, I got gotcha. you. Uh, how long have I had? I mean, it's been in storage at sea. My dad, uh, after I was, after he won it, okay, so my dad won the the, the, the grand finale in 79-80, so May, May of 80, he won mm-hmm. the grand finale. And after he had won it, uh, I, he had told me that he pretty much had felt he had accomplished everything that he ever really wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. And he had accomplished it on his own. You know, a lot of guys at the time had teams of people um, or they were sponsored by big, um, I don't, I don't know if corporation, but they had sponsors. Mm-hmm. Right. My, dad, my dad, my dad built the whole car out of the garage, you know, aside, wow. aside, for, aside from that car being painted by Ernie Ball, rest in peace, mm-hmm. Ernie Ball in Springfield, right. Right. that whole thing, that was all done by my father, by my father wow. and my, and his friend, Tom, you know, mm-hmm. it took a while, obviously it right. took three and a half, four years, but that was all them. Right. And I think when he had won, he had just had this sense of accomplishment of, I I'm at the top and there's really not much further to go from here. So it just mm-hmm. sat in it just sat in storage, mm-hmm. and then I came along, and mm-hmm. obviously me being a boy, I I think my dad had desires to sell it, but then when I came along, it was immediately well, it's his car now, mm-hmm. and. It was probably the summer of 1992 when I saw the car in person for the first time. Because at that oh, point, wow. the, mm-hmm. the at that point, the only time I ever knew about it was in pictures. Um, the picture it was the picture, stored. It was stored. It was somewhere stored. Other yeah. Than you live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was stored somewhere else than we live. He had it in a trailer, and it was stored mm-hmm. somewhere in a, a farmer that used to rent out land. To mm-hmm. people who had okay. like RVs and trailers and stuff like that, okay. and it was stored. It was stored there, and then the farmer had told my father that he was selling all of his acres of land. Uh, they were mm-hmm. going to be building a subdivision. So my dad said, oh, "Well, wow. I got I, I got to do something with it." So he brought it home, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I'd ever seen it in person. At that point, the only the only way it existed was through the the pictures that you guys. Um, if you've seen my Facebook page through the pictures I that I posted sure. on my Facebook, that was that was the only that was the only way I knew it existed. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 34 years old now. I was seven at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if I was old enough to even really appreciate what it was. I mean, I knew my dad. It was my dad's car, and it was something right. that you know he he built. I, I I remember him saying, you know, we're going to store this away, and when you mm-hmm. get old enough, you can do whatever you want to do with it. Um, so so talk, obviously that hasn't talk happened. Me, talk me through just a tiny bit 
uh, your dad won, I know, the 7980 uh, Grand Champion, Grand National Championship. Yeah, yeah. So he won that, and according to ISCA rules, you have to change the car to compete for that again or build another car, and that car couldn't compete again. And because but how, I, how, I, does your, how does your dad put that much work into it and just shut the doors and, and walk away from that car and never show it again? I, I think my dad, because if you look at the amount of shows my dad attended that year, I think he either attempted, attended 14 shows or 17 shows. That he, I mean, he went, he went to a lot. That's mm-hmm. a lot. And he won That's all of them. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think when it was all said and done, I don't know if my dad felt like he was shortchanged because he didn't. Mm-hmm. He won a car. He won a brand new 1980 Mustang Cobra, which at the time was state-of-the-art technology. Mm-hmm. He won money. He won a championship. He got a trophy, which he still mm-hmm. has. Sure. But I think he felt – I don't know if he felt like he was owed more. I think mm-hmm. he just felt like maybe – the Holy Grail wasn't really as worth as much as he thought it was going to be. And I think he was at that point, he was just done. He just really just didn't want Mm -hmm. to do it anymore. So that was his first and only. That would be my best guess. Sure. Sure. I understand. That's his first and only ICA car. Yes. Yes. Um, Now the year previously or the, the, this touring season previously, 78, 79, that's when mm-hmm. he was still uh, um, him and his friend Tom Heath. Um, they were uh, co-showing the car, and okay. they didn't win the grand finale, but they were the competition sweepstakes winner, and they won okay. a '79 Mustang Cobra for it. Mm-hmm. Tom kept the Cobra, and then mm-hmm. my dad bought Tom's share of the car out, and then won out on his own. Okay, and I think I see. really I see. my dad just yeah yeah I think he just really wanted to prove that he could do it mm-hmm. basically i mean sure. I, I, hate, I hate to be so repetitive i can't speak for him you know mm-hmm. um but that that would be that would be my best guess yeah. okay because okay. i I'm, i asked because i see some of these show cars that are like your dad's car like your car or whatever you want to speak of it mm-hmm. um, um yeah, yeah, that no, are no. that are over that are over the top and once they meet a pinnacle of i can't go any higher uh the car almost disappears um, and, yeah. and, and it, and, and it is, I mean, just to pick out one car immediately is, uh, Rick Dobertson's, uh, pro street J 2000. Um, and are you yeah. familiar with that car? Yeah. Right. That car, just yeah, the absolute that's... pinnacle of ridiculousness of, of, uh, of pro street and everything. There was nothing that co- is, could yeah. top that car. And, and he didn't do anything after that. Um, you know, other than build no, a Land Rover, we won't even talk about that mess. Um, but, <laughs> um, but, but in that, in that era, you know, we, we, we just, I don't know, it cars become just so incredibly detailed and you either completely revamp them and they become another car or a different version of that car and, or just, they just go away into oblivion. Well, I know my dad had said it got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore. That the sure, fun was becoming that. work. That 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 the fun was becoming work, and that mm-hmm. he always said, "I'm spending money to work. I don't want to spend money to work. I already work as it is." <laughs> so I maybe maybe that was part of it. Um, I know okay. he had hinted uh, because um, Crazy Horse, uh, Tony Federline's Crazy Horse. Um, right, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I talked to his son Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, uh, crazy horse lost to my dad two years in a row. Um, yes. 
and it's my dad will throw jabs around every now and then because I think the year that my dad won, uh, Tony went to twice as many shows and still wound up like 150 points less than my wow. father. But the point I was mm-hmm. getting at is after my dad had won, uh, mm-hmm. Tony started engraving. Everything mm-hmm. became engraving. And I know right. my dad said he just didn't he didn't care. He didn't uh, right. he didn't care to get into that because he knew right. it was going to be costly. It wasn't fun, and sure. yeah. he had already won. I mean, mm-hmm. once you already win, I mean, yeah, he said, would it have been cool to win back-to-back? Yeah, but he mm-hmm. said the thrill, the stress outweighed the thrill. And I see, I see. It just wasn't worth it. Yeah, that that's, uh, that's the thing. I mean, Sean and I had this conversation last night uh, about show cars and perfect restored vintage cars and things, how they become – uh, um, a static display because if you use them, you'll ruin them and all this stuff. You know that's oh, what yeah. that's what get out and drive is about. I don't care what your car is, yeah. jump in it and do it. Um, and uh, I know Sean's got a lot of opinions on that, also. You know, and and I'm I'm I've built a lot of date coated paint daub, crazy rotisserie restored cars. I've built a lot of them, and they are no fun. Well, <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Because uh, I think he was, my dad was at the Civic Center in Peoria, and somebody uh, challenged my dad's the, the Vega because they more or less just got sick of him mm-hmm. beating them, and they challenged sure. it and said that the car didn't start. Which mm-hmm. you know, according to that, you, you I, I SCA rules, right? Yeah, I it's SCA rules. Start. I the car has to drive in on its own. And, yep. yep, and it's got to yep. it's got to make a it's got to make all it's got to back up, go forward, and make a left mm-hmm. and right hand turn. Yes. So he had to start it. Well, that's a 426 Hemi. Mm-hmm. It's going to make a lot of mess. So right. after it started, I remember my dad telling me that he was so pissed because he had a, he couldn't show then because he had to spend all the time cleaning it up. And he right. said he knew. He said, I knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what they were doing. He said, because that was the only tactic they had at that point. Sure. Right. Yeah, that, it, it, is a, it is a beautiful car. Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, it's, it's, it's something that I can, I, I know, I know you're the owner of the car and everything mm-hmm. and you see it, you know what it is. And we're going to talk about current condition of the car in a minute, but I can, I can just close my eyes and remember that seal ISCA grand champion, national grand champion winner. I know the picture. I know what the girl looks like. I know what everything looks like. That picture is just, it's stuck in my head. Beautiful car that you have there. Uh, go ahead, Sean. So uh, yeah, talk us uh, talk to us a little bit about the current condition of the car. The current condition, I mean, um, it, it it is uh, it needs restoration. Uh, there's no way to get around it. I mean, it's been stored in a uh, in the same trailer since 1992. Um, the paint's cracked. Uh, the tail lights are rusted. Um, a mouse got inside the interior and did a number. You know, I'll let your mind mm-hmm. wander what, what that <laughs> no. means. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Not, not much wonder you know, needed on that. Yeah, it no. hasn't, you know, it hasn't started since then either. So who knows, mm-hmm. mechanically speaking, um, what is wrong, crack block, you know, if it's seized, what have you. Right. Um, it needs TLC. Uh, there's, there's no other way to describe it. Um, mm-hmm. It hurts to know that it's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll be honest, my dad doesn't care. He doesn't care. 
Um, oh, wow. And, wow. And, and I'm not trying to, you know, pick on my father. No. Uh, but, he, he, but he doesn't care. Um, now, there are reasons behind that, some personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he just, no, he doesn't care. Um, ironically enough, when I, uh, when he, when I first started getting into drag racing, when I was like, you know, 15, 16 years old, because I wasn't into cars when I was a kid. I really mm-hmm. wasn't. I mean, I knew what my dad's car was and it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't care for Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm Ghostbusters and G.I. Joe. And okay. once, once I started getting a little older and started realizing, you know, big motors, small car go fast, I remember mm-hmm. really talking to my dad about, can we just bring this home and strip this thing down, paint it black, and let's go drag racing? Because mm-hmm. we lived, uh, when I was still living at home, we lived right down the street from Route 66 Raceway in uh, mm-hmm. Joliet, Illinois. I'm that's what I really that wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to go drag racing. And it wasn't until I made that Facebook page and started posting those pictures that I realized how many people were enamored with the scheme and how it looked. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started thinking recently more so that regardless of the condition, because it is in poor condition. There's no other way to describe it. It's in poor condition. But, that needs but complete everybody wants to see it. Everybody but, wants to see it. They look at the cars in McCacken. Yeah. They look at the way yeah. time has affected these yeah. cars. Yeah, I'm not telling you at all what to do with your car. No, I hey man, I, it's brother, like, get it. If and everybody involved, get your car out. You don't well, have to I, drive it, whatever. Drag it somewhere. Take pictures of it. Please let us see it. Well, what I really wanted to do um, is I just wanted I wanted to bring it home to my house and uh, just clean it up the best as I can. Mm-hmm. And and whether I bring it to a, a show or our, mm-hmm. or whether I just take pictures of it on my driveway and post it. Right. I wanted it to just so people can see, hey, she may not look like what she used to, but we still have her, and that's all that matters. Because a lot of show cars from that era, if they didn't win, they were either sold or they became cheap hot rods. Um, yes. Yes. I know I know the Godfather, which was another mm-hmm. guy that had problems showing against my dad. He got tired of it, and he went drag racing with it. Right. Now, I'm not ever going to rip on what somebody else does with their with their car but mm-hmm. to take a show car and to just go to the to the drag strip right I, you know i mean I, I it's not what it was you know right 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 yeah i so, i think i mean and that's my own personal thing and i love seeing and you know and you've seen all the cars McCacken. You've seen them with yep. dirt on them. You've seen yeah. muscle car barn find stuff. Yeah. You know, Sean and I talk about it all the time. How awesome would that be to see Imperial Stormtrooper and it hadn't been messed with? Yeah. Pull it out. Make sure it's it's reasonable and not completely fenders falling off it. Mm. And and get it out so people can see it. Dude, you will be the oh, yeah. star of the show. You will be the cool. star of the show. I, I, I'd agree with that, too. I mean, I, people would flip over that. Well, yeah. Not cleaned up at all, just exactly as it is. I had brought it up, and and uh, I want to say three years ago, uh, the ISCA show, The World of Wheels in McCormick Place, I had brought it up to um, uh, the guy who put the show on forget his name and i had said i was like you know what would it take for me to show it here again and he said well it's got to be basically it had to be in pristine condition 
sure. And I and I had got a little kind of defensive with them because I had said, you know, you guys are really missing out by not having a, a patina mm-hmm. class or like a barnyard mm-hmm. fine class because, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but if you had that class here in Chicago where mm-hmm. the car is originally from, sure. I would I would be led to believe that a lot of people would would want to come see it. People from out of oh, state yeah. would want to come oh, see Oh, it. yes, definitely. Yep. Definitely, you know? sure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it kind of, it, it bothered me. And, 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 and in a way, it kind of makes me understand where my dad was coming from uh, through mm-hmm. all those years. Yeah, I've, I've met great people, as has Sean, met great people in car car scene, and I've met terrible people in the car scene. Mm-hmm. And, and it is, we all have hundreds of stories and everything. We have people write in, email us and, and hit us on social media all the time with, with a bunch of different stuff that they talk about and things they've been jaded, you know, mentally, you know, here's a trophy, um, you know, all sorts of things. And, and it, it is, it gets to me, unless you get to a certain level that your father did, or you get to AMBR, um, you know, and, and things like that. You, you get to that level, it just, it's, it's a bowling trophy to me. Mm. And, and yeah. I would much rather have paint chips, on, paint chips on the front of my car than another trophy from another show on Sunday at a church. Add it to the gear. Right. I, but, yeah. But, but yeah. to get to that level it takes a, a, a large amount of dedication mm-hmm. and, and work. Mm-hmm. And passion. And, and passion. Yeah, absolutely. I and, mean, uh, one, one, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say one of the reasons why I'm kind of so floored by it is because a lot of people have told me just how much the car means to them. And it always mm-hmm. meant something to me. You know, it's my father's car. Sure. You know, I love mm-hmm. him. Of course, whatever he, you know, the thing could have been a, a moped and I probably would have loved it, you know. <laughs> but, to hear, to, but to hear people talk about how how influential he was in the pro street era or how he was one of the first people. I think he was the first person to take a, to take a race car and turn it into a show car because the cars back then never saw the drag strip. And to hear people say that they, that that car influenced their childhood. I Mm -hmm. mean, there, I have had members of the National Hot Rod Hall of Fame message me on my Facebook page saying, your car changed my life. And to hear right. that is, wow. that's incredible. You know, yeah, that's, whether, a big, whether, that's a big deal. Whether my dad, whether that was his intention to, to, change, the, to change the landscape of, of, of show cars, I don't know. But it's a hell of an unintended consequence and a good one at that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a big deal. And, and we've talked about it briefly. It affected me. And I knew that I was jumping up and down and I was crazy uh, telling Sean that we were going to interview <laughs> oh, yeah. you. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. He was like a kid in the candy store. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And that's what I love. I, I love when I hear people say, hey, I saw that car at Cobo Hall, or I saw it mm-hmm. at the Civic Center, or, mm-hmm. I mean, I've had people message me from Canada saying that they saw it when my dad went up there to Winnipeg. I didn't even know my dad went, I didn't even know he went to Winnipeg. <laughs> and, you know, and, and then, so then I bring it up to him, and he's like, oh yeah, I went to Winnipeg, and it was a pain in the ass to get a passport back then, because obviously mm-hmm. everything was done by mail, you know, you did right. everything oh. on the internet. Right. It's like, right. 
to, to hear that is is awesome. I mean, it's it, it's it, it, they may be cheesy to say, but there really is no other adjective I can use to describe. No, it's 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 not, and that's what those cars were. That car was meant as a draw. Um, you know, ISCA took key cars, and they would have it. Uh, like Chicago would have an A show that would have yeah. considered an A show. Uh, St. Louis never had A shows. St. Louis always had B shows. We never had uh, the Grand National Champion after it was champion. We never had, you know, these, that, and those other little cars that I kept seeing in magazines when I was a kid. You know, we never had Pinball Wizard here. Um, you know, we never had the Fuzzy Batmobile and things like that. Um, consistently, every now and then, every other year or something, we'd have it. It's just we never had the big shows that Chicago had, that New York had, that California had. And and uh, I don't know why. I don't know if it's a draw or what, but I, I, I do remember seeing your dad's car. Yeah, that surprises me because with depending where you're coming from, I mean, it's what, about five and a half hours mm-hmm. from Chicago to? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not close, don't get me wrong, but it's not, I mean, you're not going from California to Florida, you know what I mean? No, right. I understand. And, and the Midwest and East Coast, yeah, exactly. cross country. Canada, Midwest, East Coast, stuff like that, your dad hit those pretty hard. Oh, yeah, he did. I still have all the, all the, um, <clears throat> my dad did a very good job of saving pretty much everything. Okay. Uh, he has a ton of the showstopper magazines from back then. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I think the year he won, I think he either did 14 or 17 shows. And wow. I mean, he, Nebraska, Detroit, Canada, um, mm-hmm. you know, St. Louis, obviously Chicago, Wisconsin, right. mm-hmm. um, Vegas. Cause obviously that was the be all end all right there. I mean, right. mm-hmm. that was, um, a that's lot a big of work. deal. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a that's a yeah. big deal. That's a lot, big deal. Go ahead. Lot 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 of work, a lot of traveling, and uh, yeah, lot lot of expense just to travel and hotels and yeah, you know, you know, never mind the car, but, yeah. you know. So yeah, dedication, right for sure. Well, passion, but, like I was saying earlier, he right. definitely had a passion for it. Um, yep. Because I don't know if you guys knew this or if I mentioned it, uh, he used to have a um, he had a a race car he had a 49 anglia called brown sugar that he used okay. to drag race right when he okay. came back from uh my dad was in vietnam when we came back mm-hmm. from vietnam um mm-hmm. he went right to the drag strip and uh he used to he had a he um had a 49 anglia with the 291 hemi called brown sugar mm-hmm. and okay. then uh that's when the vega vega pinto like gremlin mm-hmm. scene kind of started to come about and that's when okay. which to uh to the Vega, and then mm-hmm. I guess the rest is history at that point. Because I know, right. I know you say the car is a '72. It's a '72, correct? Yeah. He, what What year did he start building the car? '75. <sighs> he raced it from '72 to '75 because they took the entire '76 and '77 show car season off. Okay, so, so he took a brand, a fairly new or a brand new car. No, it wasn't brand a new. race car. It was a no, like one year old, like one year old or so. The Vega, yeah, it was a, the the okay. body. It was a rolling chassis. It was, it was mm-hmm. a, a rolling chassis with a Vega body that he got mm-hmm. from somewhere in Chicago. Again, okay. um, this is where I would need his help. But um, but still, the car. I mean, it's a '72, and it's it's still kind of built. Even even if it was '73, '74, it's still built not as the Imperial Stormtrooper, but as a race car. Yeah, it's it still, was still a, a, a very new car. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not only that, uh, he even when he raced it, uh, he had the Hemi in there. And okay. I know he got um, a lot of um, negative comments for it. Right. And the same comments existed uh, when he showed it because when mm-hmm. he won in 1980, Ford was really reluctant to give him – to give a guy who had a Chevy car that had a Chrysler <laughs> engine right. a new Mustang. And my dad <laughs> right. said, it's a show car, isn't it? It's yeah. a show car, isn't it? I mean, the, of course right. the, the Vega didn't roll off the assembly plant like this. Look at it. Right, right, right. right. Definitely. And, and uh, that Hemi that's in that, I've looked. Um, in the, that's uh, – and, and is it a late Hemi? Like is this – like a 69, 68 Hemi? I don't remember if it's an early Hemi. I know it's a Keith Black, if that answers your question. I okay, don't know. so it's just a complete aftermarket. Yeah, it's a complete okay. aftermarket, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember what, if it was, I was an looking iron at it, block. Yeah, when I was looking at it, uh, I noticed it's a dual plug. Yep. Uh, and he's got dual, dual mags on it. Knees. Yeah, dual yep. with a very with a very extremely rare uh, Mallory ignition, too. At least that's what my dad tells me. Very rare Mallory ignition. Whether that is the reason, right. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think for what that car is, I think that's the perfect engine. I agree. I mean, it, it, if it had been a, a a big block Chevy, small block Chevy, I don't think I don't know that what had the impact of what it, what the uh, dual plug Hemi did. I, I- I totally agree. And and what I used to tell people all the time, because, you know, you'd get some knucklehead that said, well, why didn't he put a 454 in there? Why didn't he put a 396 in there? Mm-hmm. And I would always say, well, in terms of the Hemi, well, why not? I mean, right. Right. he had a passion for racing and he had a passion for being original. And mm-hmm. nobody else was doing at the time what him and his friend were doing. So mm-hmm. let's go with it. You know, you're, of course, fine. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a Chrysler in a in a GM, but it's not mm-hmm. like the engine that came in that the Vega was any good to begin with. No, right? No, that's exactly Bo- right. Boat anchor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very much. Do you uh, do you still have the uh, display? Yeah, my dad. Uh, everything we have, everything, everything okay. that you that you see. Um, it might not the display. Um, is in the same condition as the car is, sure. you know, the, gl- the glass that, um, that mirrored the car is all cracked. Um, mm-hmm. I know the paint is kind of seen better days. I mean, sure. I don't even know, I don't even know about the fuses. If, if you plugged them in, if they would still even work, but we right. still have that. And, uh, wow. the big, the big display, the one that said, you know, Ed Gatton presents Imperial Stormtrooper, uh, mm-hmm. that is in the basement of my parents' house. And that still works. That still works. That's the wow. lights up. So wow. yeah, everything we own everything. That's what I tell wow. her. You know, everything that you see, we still have. It's mm-hmm. definitely seen better days, but we yeah, still oh yeah, own oh it. Yeah. We yeah, still that's own a, that's it. In, that's, that's incredible. That's, that's, and, that's cool uh, that it's all together and still there. And another note on that on the display, all of that mm-hmm. was completely hand built. None of that was over the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all completely much like the car. Uh, completely my own. Uh, my my dad's own. Uh, uh, through his own doing, through his own build. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, Nate, that is crazy. Nate. Do you, uh, Eddie? Do you have any cars or any vehicles of your own, or any modified cars or trucks? I don't. Um, have any in- have any interest in that stuff or no? Oh yeah, I mean, okay. it's uh, 
I if I were if I were to open my garage and someday see a, a GNX Grand National, I would uh, be extremely ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's sure. my favorite car of all time. Um, sure. I love um, if I can get my hands on like a '68 or '69 Roadrunner with either a mm -hmm. 440 and a six-pack or a Hemi, mm -hmm. I would mm -hmm. love that. Uh, mm -hmm. But I also love kind of like the people make fun of me for, it, but I don't care. I love the DeLorean. I absolutely okay. love the DeLorean. Sure. Um, I love, probably because of my father, because sure. it was different. The gullwing mm -hmm. doors, the motor in the back. Right. Um, I, I would love to have a DeLorean. I mean, I know they're, uh, you know, locomotives when it comes to getting <laughs> off the line or going anywhere. But, right, I, right. yeah, I would love to have um, a cyclone or a typhoon. Mm -hmm. As you can mm -hmm. tell, oh, yeah. I already mentioned, as you can tell, I already mentioned the Grand National. So I'm a big oh, fan yeah. of the I'm a big fan of the turbocharging. Um, yeah, I, I nothing's come nothing's come of it, but uh, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. am every bit as passionate about my, about cars as my father was. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Just not with my own project. The Vega will be mm -hmm. my project. Right. No, I get it because we we always talk and uh, about passing the torch. Yeah, we've got to get the next generation, and you're right in the middle. Yep. You know, you're you're right in the middle. You said you're 37. Uh, I will be turning 35 in July. 35, and and it is right in the middle of you know we've got people that we talk to in their 20s and 30s and things that we try and get in, interested. I just want to see what goes through your mind uh, because we we talk about 30 year loop for nostalgia, mm -hmm. and and it is very much. I just I want to see what what strikes your fancy what gets you at what gets you going so well on top of that um you know i went to the world of wheels uh this past year i go every year um it's boring for lack of a better word i i respect uh, don't get me wrong i respect the many hours of work that these these, these guys have put into it and the 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 amount of money they put into it but mm -hmm. People used to tell me that they would get excited to go when my dad was showing because they would be finally seeing the Imperial Stormtrooper or they would finally be seeing Tony Federline's Crazy Horse or mm -hmm. Harry Willard's Disco T. Yep. There isn't that. There isn't that now. It doesn't mm -hmm. exist. Right. And the it seems like it's not so much show car. It's, well, this guy put a million dollars into it. So, yep. yeah, he can show it. And mm -hmm. I don't like that. That's not mm -hmm. that. That's not fun. That's what my dad was getting at. Where it did, it, right. it became work. It wasn't fun anymore. You know, it became let's throw all these dollars at it, and yeah, that'll solve the problem. That's not. I don't like that. And right. and I and I kind of feel like maybe me hanging on to the Vega, maybe that would be the shot of adrenaline that this um, this new era needs. Sure. Yeah, especially if you got the car to where it move under its own power, you could drive it somewhere. Um, you know, whatever it is, if it has slicks on it, put treaded tires on it for whatever yeah. reason, and and get the thing out, get out and drive. Uh, it it would be it would be amazing to see that car move under its own power. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, even if, even if I had to tow it somewhere though, just to show it, I would. No, I I'd, I'd love that. Don't knock that, yeah. man. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would. And love I, it. I, and I, can't I think tell people you would enough. just like to see it. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I can't tell you enough, man. Don't don't go cleaning it up. 
<laughs> yet, 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 yet. Yeah, let, yeah, let, yeah. I, I think I think there's a big, uh, big desire nowadays to see barn mm -hmm. finds or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. uh, so McCacken has a whole, whole section for for barn finds, and and I see as many people people taking pictures of those as the the perfectly restored paint dot everything else, you know, yeah. and and pro people will probably talk more about those honestly. I agree because yeah. they're they're so, survivors. Right, and, and that yeah. car being being unchanged show car from from back in the day you know like mm -hmm. you said a lot of people would change their car up because they want to they just want something different or they want to compete again and the, the car will take on a totally different personality and, and you know for that car to the imperial stormtrooper to still be the imperial stormtrooper is, is awesome yeah i know uh it was it was a few years ago we had a uh a show in st louis and a collector had a fire and he lost like 50 oh, cars, like 50 cars. Um, and it was like a month or so or whatever before the show. Um, this guy drove into the oh. show, a completely burnt to the ground. Sean was a Daytona? Superbird. Oh, it was a Superbird. Oh. It was a Superbird. And, oh, and I God. stood there. I have a video of this guy and his daughter getting in this car, shutting the door, the rubber and trim and interior pieces fell down on his daughter and she's holding it up. The dude fired it up, drove it out of the thing and put it on a trailer. Yeah. It, it that was is awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. Probably everybody, the highlight, highlight of the show. I'm assuming. Oh, everybody stopped when he I'm fired assuming, that thing up. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. everybody kind of said, Oh my God, look, there's a burnt car. What happened? Everybody's kind of whispering uh, what happened, what happened. And the story moves through the crowd and everybody says, Oh man, that's terrible. Everybody thought that he pushed it there. Oh, when he oh, got okay. in and he started that car. I mean, they obviously put tires on it so he could get yeah, there and everything. Of course, but of course. the fact that he still had the ability to start that car, drive it and move it under its own power to go put it on the trailer. People were just standing there, and I could not count how many people that were just it. The, their mouths just dropped open. <laughs> I would have yeah, just bonkers, bonkers. I would have felt the same way. Yeah, yep. and 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 I believe that's exactly the reaction that people would have if they saw your car uh, as found, as original, un uncleaned, uh, as it sits. Just absolutely incredible. Well, and it's. You know, I get a lot of um, negative comments on the Facebook page from people that'll that'll say, you know, well, why why did you let it become that way, or why didn't mm -hmm. your father sell it? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's really his choice to do whatever he wants to with it's it. Really, well, it, it's and it's really none. Of, yeah, it's really none of your business. And I mean that right. In the nicest non-confrontational way possible. I mean, mm -hmm. I without you know, to my own horn, I think it's pretty cool that we've hung on to mm -hmm. a survivor and oh, yeah. have turned a negative, have turned a negative mm -hmm. into a positive, just like what you just described with the, with, with the Daytona. I mean, yes, it yes. probably would have been, it probably would have been very easy for that guy to say, you know what, it ain't worth it. I'm mm -hmm. just going to try to scrap it for as much mm -hmm. as I can, if I can even get anything for it. Correct. But Correct. to turn that into a, a positive is, mm -hmm. that's a, that, that, that's a, that's an incredible story. And that, that really would be what I would like to do with the Vega. What I would want to do with the Vega, honestly. Sure, sure. yeah, yeah. That's uh, that is that is awesome. That is awesome. Hey Eddie, what drives you? The 
passion, the creativity, the craftsmanship, and the overall desire to be the best that all these uh, these show car guys have done, that all these car uh, owners have done with their vehicles. Overall, what drives me in, in my heart is that my father helped create and usher in an era that everybody remembers to this day, and I want to bring it back. Man, that's fantastic. You got any more questions here yet, Sean? Uh, I, I don't have any more right now. Okay. How about well, you? Uh, I, I really don't. I, I thought it was absolutely enjoyable uh, talking with you for a bit, Eddie. Oh, yeah. And Thank you. It's, uh, Thank it's, you. Likewise, it's super guys. cool. Keep keep hauling, you know, uh, hopefully soon. Keep us in touch. Uh, send me pictures of what's going on. I'd love to see. Um, you know, we'll post them up on social media and do what we can to uh, help you get the word out about, about the car. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate yeah. this. Thanks for talking to us. And, uh, it's it's uh, things like this mean a lot to me. Um, I don't want to get too, you know, emotional or whatever. But my dad's lack of interest in cars, I'm not, I'm not, not now at least, I'm not ever going to be able to change that. But to hear these sure. stories, it's almost like living vicariously uh, sure. through you guys when I hear that, and, and it means a lot. And um, to to hear you recount a story of seeing it back then. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't even put in words how much that means to me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to share both ways. Um, you know, I remembered for a reason, you know, so I yeah. shared it with you now. So that is incredible. It's been really good talking to you, man. Thank yep. you. Thank you for having me, fellas. Cool. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Like us, share us, give us your comments. What drives you?